Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome to 2021, everybody. This is amazing. We're into a new year. And here at Kingdom Sexuality, we are claiming and praying this as our year as children of God to grow us in intimacy with our spouses, to learn new things about each other and continue building on foundations to create a beautiful, thriving sex life. So we have so many incredible goals and aspirations and insights over this coming year um, with Kingdom Sexuality and with you guys in this incredible community. And we're so here for it. We're so excited. So with that said, we felt it was very appropriate and very honestly spirit-led for us to go over a mindset reset episode with you guys. We're doing this right alongside you guys. I think it's important for us to really revisit the depths of our minds, but we're doing it Mm -hmm. specifically, of course, around sex this year. Yeah. So flashback to a couple months ago. I had put up one of those like ask me anything question box. I think Paris, you and I both did. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten some questions where it was like, you know, what do you do when your husband has a much higher sex drive than you? Yeah. And so my response to the question, like what was a great question, by the way, mm-hmm. um, my response to it was something that I personally needed to do was to change my entire mindset around sex. Right. So, and I'm sure Paris, like if it was a hormonal thing, like you probably have more information on that if people are looking like if that's maybe the cause of why yeah. your sex drive will be lower and if it's hormonal like mm-hmm. that you could take that another time or they could send you a message but yes. um what I responded with um well when I had but when I responded with that that I had to change my mindset I got yeah. quite a number of responses asking me what that even looks like what yeah. it even was or how a person could go about even doing that so For myself, I had to realize that my mindset around sex, like how I was thinking about it, had been formed during my entire upbringing. So during that time, uh, most of what was being fed to me uh, was that sex is dirty or sex is wrong. And not that it was anyone's fault. That was just kind of what what was being taught. You know, that was what was going around. That was the purity culture, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, but I had to realize that. And then remind myself, say to myself, oh, wait, I'm married now. So sex is good and Mm -hmm. it's a blessing within my marriage and how it's such a beautiful way that Jeff and I can reconnect and love on each other in um, a way that no one else can. So changing your mindset is a biblical thing. Yes. So even thinking about it, Romans twelve twenty two says it really great. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. Amen. I feel like that could be a completely like a complete theme verse over this entire ministry because over and over again, mm-hmm. I'm finding that, you know, as we're chatting about sex, um, so many of us were focusing on the problems, quote unquote problems, instead of revamping our mindset and renewing our minds as individuals and as couples, which is huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. You know, and when you think about it, every single problem that we could be experiencing within our 
in our marriages often comes down to what's written in our brains. And I don't Mm want to label everything as a problem per se because there is traumas. There's been very, very, very awful things that have um, been dealt to people in life and it's heartbreaking. But Mm -hmm. all of that, needless to say, conforms to patterns within our brain. And we want to talk about that today. So we wrote down some really awesome perspectives we can use to implement in reprogramming our wiring about sex in our minds. So let's let's do this. Lana, how about you take this first one? Yeah, let's do it. So the first point we had was to pray over your sex life. Mm-hmm. Just that's where we got to start. And yeah. personally, I found it can be really, really easy to slip into that whole pity party kind of mindset. Yeah. The, you know, oh, poor me cycle and, mm-hmm. you know, just getting down in the dumps and, yeah. oh, like this is so cruddy and like I've been there. So, and I still do that sometimes, not necessarily about sex, but other things where it's just yeah. like, you just get in that slump and you just want to dwell in it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think just reminding yourself uh, first and foremost, before you get into the slump, because, you know, X, Y, Z isn't how you'd hoped, um, is to just get on your knees and pray that Christ would renew your mind and pray that, you know, you can get a good perspective and yes. that, you know, Jesus would help you to to shift your mindset and that you can look at it from a heavenly perspective. Absolutely. I love that you say to look at it from a heavenly perspective. I mean, I love mm-hmm. reading through the scriptures and seeing how intimate Christ really is with us in all of our ways. You know, it, it says, all, I love the Psalms, you know, and, and it says, you know, he's intimately acquainted with all of our ways. He knew mm, us before yeah. we were even knitted together by him in our mother's womb. There's so many incredible verses in there. And it's like the Lord's kisses to us to remind us, okay, hey, I'm here with you. I'm in on this with you. We're doing this thing together. Let's work mm-hmm. together, you know, and coming before the Lord in confidence before his throne room. I love in Hebrews, it talks so much about boldly coming before God and making your requests known to him and that Christ is mm-hmm. actually our intercessor. That's crazy, you guys. Like, yeah. it is transformational to bring things to the Lord in prayer. You know, a lot of times you hear people say, oh, the least I could do is pray for you. I'm like, shut up. The most you could do is pray for someone (laughs) and get real on that. Like, believe that. I want to see your faith. So, yeah, prayer, huge, huge. Secondly, obviously our language has a huge part to play with this too, right? So um, Alana shared this quote with me earlier today, and it was, don't use your mouth as a thermometer, which only reads the temperature of your current condition, but allow God's word to turn your mouth into a thermostat, which changes the temperature of your life by confessing what God says. I loved that. I actually read that a few times over when you sent it, Alana. I was like, right. So good. What a good analogy. I love analogies because then, you know, for the rest of my life, when I see a thermometer and thermostat, I'm be like, oh, yeah, I know. I know what this is supposed to be (laughs) meaning now. Yes. (laughs) So even if it's just internal, your internal conversations are honestly a reflection of your mindset, right? If we're perfectly real with ourselves here. So instead Mm -hmm. of thinking, oh, I hope he doesn't want to do it tonight or feeling dread when your man starts putting on the moves, we want to challenge you to start upgrading your thoughts, okay? Like, can we look at this as what a blessing? You know, if we've conditioned ourselves to to dread something instead of being like, wow, sex is fun. Sex is good. Sex is actually a blessing from the Lord. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to make sure I know what that means. And I'm going to experience that with my man. You know, like, can we start changing our thoughts? When we change our thought life, we change our lives. Like, literally. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. 
Because what we think, do, and say honestly matters. In your brain, every thought releases brain chemicals. Being focused on negative thoughts actually saps the brain of its positive forcefulness. It slows it down. And go as far as, as dimming your brain's ability to function, which does contribute to creating c- depression. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think if we could put the puzzle pieces together here, it all makes sense, right? Like, yeah, it's a huge part of life that sadly culture has not normalized in, in empowering us towards. So we want to really claim that back right. here together. And then let's look at the flip side. When we're thinking positive, happy, optimistic, intentional, joy-filled thoughts, this actually produces serotonin, which is your feel-good hormone in your body. Um, And that helps your brain function at peak capacity. And who doesn't want that? We all want. We all need (laughs) that. We need that, you guys. Absolutely. (laughs) Right? So basically, all this means that it's time to retrain our brains to be more positive. We have this information now, you guys. If we don't act on it, it's just information. Acting on it and bringing mm-hmm. this into being is when the change is going to start manifesting, right? So when we begin telling ourselves that sex with our husband is fun and enjoyable, it's going to start walking down that road. That's where you're going to start mm-hmm. heading, right? Regardless of how sex was portrayed to you as you were raised, the fact of the matter is looking at scripture, sex is a beautiful gift that you and your husband get to share together. This is a blessing way. It's our birthright. And that's what we want to claim back here together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's so good. And our next point is to make some goals. So, you know, we covered the importance of goal setting in sex last week when we talked about resolutions and such, mm-hmm. but um, we really mean it. So we're saying yeah. it again, but just kind mm-hmm. of differently. So when you're thinking about changing your mindset, make some goals for yourself. So think about intimate intimate experiences you've had with your husband and write out certain ones that were especially wonderful to you. Mm-hmm. So do it with your husband if you want and find out what specifically during sex excites you the most and what makes you feel the most, you know, cherish those memories, sorry, the yes. most, right? Like, and write them down and add, add those things into your lovemaking toolkit all the time. Yeah. So trying to do those things specifically to make it a better experience for yourself. And even in that, giving your husband insight. <laughs> you yes. know, a lot of times we will naturally succumb to just being quiet in the bedroom and we don't have that communication going on, which we've tackled mm-hmm. this in past episodes. But what a great idea to write down the things that just lit your world up and maybe even write it for each other. Give it as a special yes. love letter to your husband and him to you. So he's like, oh man, she loves these things. I didn't know this. I love this. And honestly, it's just going to be a really connecting experience, you know, as a whole with just doing that. So I think that's an amazing, an amazing idea, Lana. Yeah, absolutely. And then consider having someone to keep you accountable with mm-hmm. these, like your sexual resolutions and your mindset, like trying to yes. change your mindset. I know it can be kind of tricky and I think you really have to do this prayerfully and consider, you know, who you want that to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it can be really, really positive to do that. I know like Paris and I, like Paris, we've like, yeah. if we've had these certain goals that we want to try and implement, like we chat about it with each other and it's like, yeah. how's that going? Right? Like we've talked yeah. about it before, but just, you know, checking in on each other, checking in on your friends, asking how things are doing and how yeah. you can pray for them. I think it's really, really important to have someone alongside you checking in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then 
Another thing you could do is just to make sure that the goals aren't too overwhelming. So mm-hmm. say it's like you want to try and change your mindset on sex specifically and you're like, okay, we're going to have sex every day this month. Like maybe it's just, I mean, yeah, I that's a challenge some people try. Totally. It's a thing. I've seen it's a thing people try and do. Yeah. Um, but just make sure it's like an achievable, smart goal, an achievable, yes. well-timed goal. And Paris, you've you've mentioned it before and I've seen this too that smart like you know these smart goals right so it stands for sustainable measurable attainable realistic and time sensitive so think about it when you're writing down your goals you know is this something I can do in you know this in this amount of time or is this even realistic for us in the season where love life we're in so mm-hmm. I think just taking check of where you are and how you know, your goals can be something that you can actually just, you know, get through to to check off so you can go to the next one and feel good about, you know, I feel like there's such satisfaction in checking off a goal. Yeah. So make sure there's some that are, you can just, you can get through easily and like happily check them off the list. Absolutely. And then lastly, we want to bring forth comparison. Stop comparing. It is <laughs> worthy to note that when God was creating the world, he didn't compare the process of creation to the beautiful heaven where he lives, you know, and how creation fell and things got messy. The devil will try to mess up the process of your mind renewal by making you compare your progress to someone else. Like we know this, we know that comparison is a huge pit that we fall in. Everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody struggles with this in one aspect or another. So just because someone's marriage looks perfect on Instagram really doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It doesn't mean that they don't have struggles like you. We're human. The fact of the matter is we all have struggles, right? Nobody has all of their crap together. Nobody. We're all in the process of being refined (laughs) into who God wants us to be, which is beautiful. If we can really recreate that mindset, I think that gives us so much more empowerment, you know, together as a body of believers even. And I mean, our stories are different, than the next person's Mm -hmm. stories. So it's beautiful to give ourselves grace in that, but also to have that understanding that everybody's going through something and that we can extend grace towards each other, you know? And it gives us a lot more grace for ourselves, even realizing that. So I think it's a beautiful thing to learn to come alongside each other and give grace to ourselves in the whole aspect of, like, knocking out the comparison lies. So we just really want to encourage you to look at your mindset and how you're thinking about sex and maybe just make some changes so that your mindset is, you know, a heavenly mindset around sex and like following what the scripture says. So, and we just want to let you know that we also are, you know, going through this stuff too. Like we've said a million times, we're not experts and we don't have ourselves all sorted out. So we just really, we value the vulnerability of you guys, the questions you asked us and like the community that this is becoming and what it is. And so, um, We're excited to continue on this journey with you guys this year. 2021 is going to be an amazing year, and we fully believe that. So we're excited to go on this journey with you guys. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.